Tajian football. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show today. We got Tackling McCracken again, and we are going to be talking about one of his favorite wide receivers as of late. We're going to be talking about Kenny Galladay. What you call him, Wyatt? That's my boy, Baby Tron. Baby Tron, baby Tron, do 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 do, baby Tron, do 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 do. Uh, I can't. I, I just every time you say that, I just can't get used to Baby Tron. We're gonna we're gonna have to like possibly by the end of the show change that. We'll we'll see if I can sway you into that. All but, right, yeah, that sounds good. I like the name though. I think that one's gonna stick around for a while. You're gonna make it stick. All right. Yeah, yeah. I think well, I'm gonna make it stick. Well, if it's anything like the Baby Shark song, then it's gonna stick and it's gonna stay around. I remember we was at the mall and there's a little little kiosk area in the middle and there is a guy just capitalizing on that he's has the video baby shark song video just playing and he's just selling like these little stuffed animals of the baby shark grandma shark papa shark all that stuff like that i just i can't believe that he's making money off of that but yeah yeah as the kids nowadays would say that's a bop (laughs) <laughs> that's a bop what is that's explain that what is that no, that's just what they say man it's you getting old so you, you up there in age you don't you, i'm just trying to keep you hip with the new sayings but that's a bop okay okay it's a, that's a bop is, is it just like yeah, that's something that's hit it's hit yeah well like if something like if it's a good song it's a bop ah, okay okay that's a bop and so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crispy it's crispy then huh yeah, it's crispy <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yeah, we're talking about your boy. We're talking about a guy who had 70 receptions last year for 1,063 yards and five touchdowns. The Lions, they are one of two teams in the NFL to have at least 1,000-yard receiver in each of the last eight seasons. Do you think that Kenny Galladay can keep it up? Oh, yeah, man, especially with them trading away Golden Tate. He was really their number one receiver at the time, but I think they're trying, They're starting to realize that Kenny Galladay was a diamond in the rough that they found, so I think they're going to start trusting him more, and he's going to get a lot more passes thrown his way. Yeah, and I think that 1,000-yard mark will be easily surpassed next year. Okay, yeah, and honestly, the man who was really putting together most of those 1,000-yard seasons just as the only other team that was able to accomplish this julio jones for the falcons calvin johnson the the megatron was the one who was actually putting up most of these yards and baby tron his sophomore season again last year he had 70 receptions 1063 yards and five touchdowns calvin johnson in his sophomore season had 78 receptions 1331 yards and 12 touchdowns. Does that sound like something that Baby Tron can actually come close to next year? Yeah, I think I think Kenny Galladay will be able to surpass those numbers in his third year because his first year he was really limited in the games he got to play because of an injury. So I like to think of this year as kind of his first year, and I think next year will be kind of like a stepping stone season and next year we can kind of consider it a sophomore season since he was sidelined so long with his injury his first year okay and then 
the year after Calvin Johnson, Megatron's sophomore season, he only played 14 games after, had 67 receptions, 964 yards of five touchdowns. So you think that he could get to that point again. The year after that, 77 receptions, 1,120 yards and 12 touchdowns. And the year after that, he had 16 games, 96 receptions, 1,681 yards, and 16 touchdowns. Do you feel he can ever get to that level of play? Yeah, I'm really hoping Kenny Galladay, whenever he takes his next step forward, it's not so much about the yards and the touchdowns that I'm worried about right this second. I would like to see him get close to that 100-yard reception mark. That's really the mark that I like to look at as your elite number one receivers is that 100 reception mark. So if you can get there, the yards and the touchdowns are going to come along with it. So I think if he can get close to that 100-yard or that 100 receptions, I think he'll be able to surpass all these yards and touchdowns. Let's see with the depth chart if he's able to. Do you feel that with Marvin Jones, Danny Amendola, Tommy Lee Lewis, the receiver who's part of the big controversial NFC wildcard reception pass interference play, Brandon Powell or Travis Fulgham, the rookie wide receiver they select in the draft, do you think any of them will hinder his output in the statistics area? The only ones I'm really worried about that are going to kind of mess up his targets will be Marvin Jones, maybe Danny Amendola, and the rookie Travis Fulgham. If Marvin Jones can come back from his injury back to 100% to where he was last year, I think he'll be able to take a good bit away from Kenny Galladay. But that offense throws the ball a lot, so there's still going to be more than enough balls passed around. If that Travis Fulgham kid, if his game translates to the NFL, I think he'll be another one of those guys that they can kind of throw in there that the defense doesn't really know a lot about because there's not a lot of film on him, that he can kind of eat up some targets as well. And Danny Amendola, he played really good with the Patriots. He wasn't great until the latter half of the season last year with the Dolphins, but he's one of those guys that that has the potential to get in there and kind of eat up targets just because he is such a reliable guy that you can just kind of – drop it down to him on a little short cut back route. Honestly, I am a big fan of Tommy Lee Lewis. I, I liked him with the New Orleans Saints, and I feel with Danny Amendola's injury history, he has a chance to take the next step. But I'm, I'm in love with Kenny Galladay. i just not in love with Baby Tron name. Baby Tron, he's just like a little baby. I just want to, like, his cheeks he's so cute oh my gosh like I mean like we got to get like a manly name for him so I could really like Kenny Galladay 25% of the balls that were thrown to him were registered off target that's 15th highest among all wide receivers but it also has me second guessing would Megatron have been able to catch that like what is off target like is it this literally sailing way over him that he couldn't catch it or is that one that Megatron could have caught himself? Well, I, a lot of people don't really watch the Detroit Lions football games, but if you do sit down and kind of look at the film, a lot of these balls are kind of thrown way off target. There are a few that, like, I'm sure the stats kind of be like, yeah, that ball's off target. But, it, like, if the receiver would have not gave up at the end of his route or kind of beat his guy off the line just a, a second faster, he would have been able to get to these balls. But – 
you've heard the rumors of Matthew Stafford going to get traded or the Lions just need to move on from Matthew Stafford. It's because Matthew Stafford really hasn't been working the way that the Detroit Lions want him to. If he can get this percent down of balls off target, even down to 10%, that's going to help all of his receivers, not just Kenny Galladay. And as far as Megatron, would he have been able to catch him? Calvin Johnson is one of the greatest receivers that the NFL has ever seen. I think he personally stepped away from the game too early, but you got to do what's best for you. Calvin Johnson maybe could have caught those balls, but he's just a completely another level of receiver that we really haven't gotten to see since he's left. You're right, and I definitely miss him. I remember for a couple years after he, he retired, there was possibilities of him coming back, maybe going to the Raiders. Just I even picked him up in a fantasy league like maybe two years after, just some thoughts like a hope, a wish, a dream. But it, it never came to fruition, and – now we are stuck with little baby Tron. It's kind of like the aftermath of a Groot, you know, a Groot that's that's gone away and and is now there's a little baby Groot and he's just so cute, man. I just, I mean, he, look, I just, I just imagine him having these little baby arms. That's why he can't get those little off-registered balls. Like he's just, you know, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. People call him baby Tron, man, but what he's doing out there on the field that that's not baby work. Whenever the quarterback throws a contested ball, my man is 17 out of 30 contested catches this year. And he led the league in yards at 334 off of these contested balls. And that was seventh in the league. Wow. Yeah. I mean, you're right. He is huge at kind of just going up and and catching the ball. I, I saw that stat, too. And the crazy thing about this is whenever you list the the names of the people who are ahead of him i'm gonna go ahead and list them tyreek hill stefan diggs mike evans a rob nuke and aj green i mean tyreek hill and stefan diggs can you believe them at one and two no those those guys are they're smaller dudes like we like you hear names like mike evans and aj green those are guys that are like known for being big and being able to go out there and high point the ball and just kind of get those 50-50 balls to always kind of go their way to where they're not really 50-50 balls. But Tyreek Hill and Stephon Diggs, they must they must have that vertical, man. They must be able to get up there because those guys aren't too tall. Yeah, or I don't know, maybe if it's just also kind of like tight shifting, maybe somebody on you almost like pass interference, maybe they just got strong arms. Um, I don't know what kind of qualifies as a contested catch because, yeah, that's what I think of. Like you said, a high point, jump, go get it. Um, I think A.J. Green personally has been one of the best in the game at doing that ever since he came into the NFL. You got a few players that are after him to round out the top ten. Michael Thomas at eight, Mike Williams, my boy, at nine, and then Chris Godwin at ten. I truly think – that this is what sets Kenny Galladay apart. When you look at the names on this list, it's a star-studded talent group of players who are just you want in the end zone, you want in the red zone to throw up, or you can trust that whenever you throw the ball to them, they're going to come down with it and do something with it. So just being in that class itself is amazing for, for Kenny Galladay. And speaking of another class that he was a part of, his draft class. So 
there were many wide receivers drafted before Galladay. I am surprised. And I want to take a look at that list. Starting with the first one who's drafted above him, Corey Davis. Then we got my man Mike Williams, John Ross, Zay Jones, Curtis Samuel, Juju, who we have done a previous fan of Juju podcast. Go check that one out. We did we got Cooper Cup after Juju, Taiwan Taylor, our Darius Stewart. Carlos Henderson, and Chris Godwin. Can you, can you rank those wide receivers now that you have seen it kind of play out and how that draft should have went? For my top three, really depending on kind of what you want out of your receiver, you're going to be able to pick between Juju, Mike Williams, and Kenny Galladay. So really, like I said, depending on what you want out of your receiver, those are your top three out of the class. And then you've got Chris Godwin, who exploded the back half of last season. Then I would go with Corey Davis, Zay Jones, and then Curtis Samuel. And then I would put Cooper Cup in there just because I'm I'm kind of curious as to see how he's going to come back from his ACL injury. Then I would put John Ross, Tywan Taylor, Adarius Stewart, and then finish it off with Carlos Henderson. I am very similar to that, except I'm going to stick with my guns and I'm not going to say that those three are interchangeable, even though I kind of agree with you. I just want to be right on this one because I have said since day one that Mike Williams will be the best from that draft class. So again, I'm going to stick with my guns. I think that he's learning behind one of the best route runners in the game in Keenan Allen. And I think his ability, his jump ball ability, matched with the ability to kind of learn how to run routes and have a better route tree is going to make him be the top selection in this draft when their careers are all done. Then I got Juju and Galladay, who they are really going to be able to show exactly who they are. This year, they are the number ones. They are going to get the best cornerbacks on them all the time. They are going to have to show if they can truly win against the best competition week in and week out so this is really going to be a huge test for them i got my boy cooper cup coming in at four and then i got davis and godwin they're kind of right there interchangeable for me as well i wasn't a big davis guy when he came out but he was the first one that went off the board so we will definitely see what happens i actually personally like aj brown more there this year in tennessee Um, So we're going to see how that one plays out. Then you got Curtis Samuel, Zay Jones. Honestly, I had John Ross there, but I'm going to switch it up. And I'm going to even say that Tywan Taylor gets a little jump on John Ross. So Tywan Taylor, then John Ross, or Darius Stewart, and Carlos Henderson, which the back four may end up being moot anyways. They may end up being out of the league here in the next couple years. But... The one thing that I found interesting is that the third selection, 96th overall, which was Kenny Galladay, was technically going to be New England's selection. They ended up trading the Browns for Jamie Collins, and then they ended up trading that selection to the Lions. My question to you, since the New England Patriots just drafted and kill Harry. 
Do you feel that Kenny Galladay will end up being better than to kill Harry just from what you've seen of him in college? So I'm really big on the Nikhil Harry train. I'm I'm kind of right there in the front card of that train. So I'm really pulling for Nikhil Harry. I'm also really pulling for Kenny Galladay. I actually think they're both very similar type players, both athletic, tall guys. I personally think Nikhil Harry's just going to end up with the better career at the end of everything when everything's all said and done. Because the Patriots got something in their water up there where guys can play for 40 years and they'll still be great at year 40. But with Nikhil Harry, he's got Tom Brady throwing to him. That guy's an expert passer. He can, he's really like the elite quarterback. There's really no argument against him right now to say that he's not the greatest that's ever played quarterback. And right now, Kenny Galladay's got Matthew Stafford who's throwing to him, who's kind of on the downhill slope of his career. He's still got this outrageous contract, but he hasn't really been playing up to the numbers that he's been getting paid. Me, I'm on the other opposite standpoint of this. I know everybody loves Nikhil Harry. Me, I look at history. The New England Patriots have been terrible at drafting wide receiver. Absolutely terrible. Julian Edelman, he was the only hit, really, and that took actually a few years to even come to fruition. And honestly, I don't even know if they expected for him to be exactly what he turned out to be. The other thing is that Tom Brady isn't going to play for many years, so he's going to end up stuck with, I mean, right now is Jarrett Stidham, the rookie from Auburn. I, I just honestly don't believe that in the end, he will end up being better just because Kenny Galladay has shown so quickly what he can do in his drive. I also feel like Nikhil Harry, I had him in college fantasy last year, so I watched him a little bit more. I was just a little bit more tentative to him, and he just showed me a lack of effort at times. Like He just knows he's good. He is this physical freak, kind of like Jadavion Clowney, and he just takes plays off. So I think he's going to take a couple years to even get to the level where we know that he can be, just like Jadavion Clowney did. And then by the time he does figure it out, Tom Brady's going to be out the door. So I don't think Nikhil Harry is going to live up to the hype. That's my personal thought. I think Kenny Galladay, he's the guy that I want. He's the guy that I want over a lot of people. And right now, just based off of our fantasy stats from last year from our league, I'm going to list off a couple names, and I want you to tell me who you would draft him over, and I'm going to do the same. So these are the players who are listed above him going down in descending order. And we do get points for special teams returned, so a couple people on this list will be higher than probably your normal list. And I'm also not going to start with some of those elite guys. So I'm starting with Juju, Tyler Lockett, Robert Woods, Stephon Diggs, Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, Brandon Cooks, OBJ, Amari Cooper, Jarvis Landry, Tyler Boyd, and Julian Edelman. Where would you draft Kenny Galladay, your boy Baby Tron? Baby, your boy Baby Tron. Where'd you draft Baby Tron yet? I know. <laughs> so, uh, there's a couple of guys on that list that I like better. I really like Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hitton, Odell Beckham Jr., 
and I'm interested in Juju and Amari Cooper. So for sure, I think I would take Keenan Allen, T.Y. Hilton, and Odell Beckham. But I want to see how Juju does being the actual number one receiver on that team now that Antonio Brown's the opposite of him and taking some of that uh, safety pressure off of him. And if Amari Cooper can play like he did the back half of the season, I think Amari Cooper is going to be the still of the draft if he continues that type of play. So those are the five that I would – three that I definitely would, two that I would consider taking over Kenny Galladay. Wow. Okay. Okay. I do like the list, except I am not a fan of Amari Pooper. No, I do not want him on my team. Actually, he should be wearing the Baby Tron diapers because I just, I just he's he's boomer bust. It seems like he can never be consistent. Um, yes, he's had some amazing games and he's balled out. And yes, he showed last year with Dallas that that could be a change with the quarterback, but. I think it was just a, a, a glimpse, a change of scenery, and he's going to go back to his Amari Pooper self. He's not going to be in the same class of old Baby Tron. Baby Tron's already walking while Amari Cooper is still pooping in his big boy baby pants. Honestly, I'm going to surprise you with mine. I'm putting him above everybody except for Keenan Allen and OBJ. That's what I'm doing. I think he's a lock for it. That's over Juju. That's over T.Y. Hilton, the aging T.Y. Hilton. Over your boy Amari Pooper. Over the speedster Brandon Cooks. Like, over all of them. I I think he's the real deal. I think that he's going to show up. I think Matthew Stafford knows who he has to throw to. And I'm a fan of Kenny Galladay. I'm a huge fan, such a huge fan that we might as well do this right here, right now. Let's make a trade in our league, Lord of the Leagues. You have Kenny Galladay. I have who you just said you would draft over Kenny Galladay, T.Y. Hilton. Let's make the trade. What do you think? Right. I I know I said I would draft T.Y. Hilton over Kenny Galladay, but... Kenny Galladay is really my guy. Like, if I was doing, like, a standard one-year league, yeah, I would probably do T.Y. Hilton over Kenny Galladay just because of the unknown factor. You don't really know what's going to happen. But I, I drafted Kenny Galladay as a rookie, man. That's that's kind of my pride and joy. Him and Marlon Mack were my only two draft picks that I had because I kept everybody on my team. And those guys are really starting to kind of flourish and become – NFL starters and not necessarily elites, but upper tier guys. And those are just kind of my kids, man. Like I drafted them and I want to keep them around and just see what they kind of can do for me. Ah, yeah, I know how that is. It's it's the same feeling I felt about Keenan Allen, same feeling I felt about Mike Evans, Michael Thomas. You know, when you got your baby, you want to hold on to your baby and uh, you don't want to get rid of it. So I can't knock you, especially with this kind of glorified keeper league. Like I said, T.Y.'s probably got a couple years on him. Kenny Galladay, if he's truly the real deal that I think he is, then you got your stud on hand for quite a few years coming up so I can't blame you but I tell you what 
since I can't get him, can we at least try to change his name? So I got, I got, a, I got a couple ideas here, all right? So since, since you want to stick with the Transformers theme, I got a couple. I looked up a couple Transformers that are real Transformers. And, and let's, see if it, let's see if it fits, all right? So, so one thing I like to call him last year was Kenny G, you know, the, the smooth saxophone player. You know, he was real smooth, you know, Kenny G, the type of, you know, feeling that you get whenever you're putting on a little bit of smooth Kenny G music by a fireplace, you know, with your gear, with your baby and that bottle of Andre, you know. So I was thinking about maybe Jazz. Jazz is a transformer. It's a martini racing Porsche, a 935. I mean, I don't know for all you car studs out there, but I mean, what do you think about Jazz as a name? I don't really know about Jazz, man. That I don't know. Whatever I think of jazz, I don't really think of a of a Detroit Lions player. I don't think of Kenny Galladay. I kind of it, it reminds me of somebody in the Saints, like in New Orleans. Kind of like I feel like it'd be a Drew Jazz Breeze. Like I could see that going down, but I don't know about Kenny Galladay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what about Kenny G? You like the Kenny G? I don't know, man. That's that's a good one too. Cause I, I don't. We'd have to research and see if there's anybody else Kenny G in the league, just so we don't like take their nickname. Because I mean, that was kind of generic. I mean, you know who you're talking about because we know who we're talking about. But I feel like that could get confusing. Okay, okay. Well, what about this? So for the people who think that Kenny Galladay isn't the real deal, there's some people out there. How about Mirage? This is a Legere JS11 racer. Would Mirage work as a name? Oh, I don't really like that one either. That one, that one kind of seems disrespectful, man. Cause like, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, his numbers ain't there. He's just a Mirage. He's gonna be out of the league in a couple of years, kind of thing. But I, I, I think he could be the real deal. I don't really like that one. It sounds disrespectful to me. You need to put some respect on that boy's name. Put some respect, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, then let's respect it with this one. He he's a lion, so a lion. They're usually on the prowl. How about prowl? What's what, what about prowl? It's a Nissan 280ZX police car. That one. I mean, that's that's a good one. I mean, that it fits all the kind of criteria I was saying. But I mean, I don't know if it's better than Babytron right now. I think Babytron's still the winner in this list. If we got to kind of put a vote in for him. I'm definitely going for Baby Tron. That one's just kind of, it rolls off the tongue and it sounds good. Oh, Baby Tron, dude, 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 is winning. I can't, he's so cute. Oh my gosh, he's so cute. All right, man. I guess, I guess Baby Tron is the winner now. Uh, yeah. I, guess, I guess that's what we're going to have to stick with now. Yeah, so, maybe in a few late, maybe in a few years, whenever he's not the he's not a rookie receiver or like right here in his first couple of years, we can kind of switch it up. Maybe that's whenever we kind of switch into the Kenny G because he'll be more mature then, kind of uh, with the whole jazz music. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we might can switch into that, but I think it's kind of too early to be switching up his nickname. All right, I like that. All right, I like that. I like that. Well, sticking with the Transformers theme, we're going to go ahead and roll with a little segment right here. So you're going to be the Autobots working with your boy Baby Tron, and I'm going to be the Decepticons. And I'm going to go ahead and get my boy, who I think is the best from that draft class, and he is Mike Williams. 
So you have Baby Tron, I have Mike Williams. We're going to draft two other wide receivers to make a three wide receiver team. And since we'll do a snake draft, and since technically Mike Williams was selected before Kenny Galladay, it'll be your pick right now. Go ahead. Who do you got? All right. I'm going to go with another guy I've got on my team, Devontae Adams. No! Oh, my gosh. Now, we, we, uh, we were talking about uh, Devontae Adams on the show with Juju Smith-Schuster, and I mentioned how um, the rankings had Devontae Adams on top. It was the pro football focus rankings, and they had Devontae Adams number one. And I told, my, I told Nathan I was going to just take him off the list, but I was like, man, if Wyatt was here, he would argue me with that. Now, oh, my yes, gosh. So let, let me hear why you picking Devontae Adams. That's your boy. Bro, he is the best receiver on the team with the best quarterback. I mean, it's it's simply put just like that. That's all you really need to know. The dude is athletic, he's fast, and he can jump, he can go up and catch the football. And that's all you really need out of a receiver. He really showed last year that he is an elite receiver, and he put up huge numbers. And I think another year older, another year wiser, I think he's just going to get better. Oh, give me a break. Give me a break. Uh, well, we're going to find out. We're definitely going to find out if it was the real deal, if we're going to give him – we're going to dub him this name Mirage. He's going to be a Legier JS11 racer because he, he's going to be Mirage. Uh, uh, that's what I think now. I, I, don't, I don't think he's the real deal. I'm not the believer, but someone's going to get proven wrong here. I tell you what, my next draft pick, I got to go with my boy Michael Thomas. Oh, man, I regret so much. He was my boy. I said that he was going to be the best receiver out of that draft class. I said that he was going to be a stud. I literally got him in every single league, and then I also ended up trading him in almost every single lead. I just league. I traded him high and got a lot of value for him, but I still regret it because he was my dude. I believed in him, so I'm drafting him right now, and he's going to be my, na- my main guy, and he's going to man the outside for sure and then to pair with him since we're running with the snake draft i'm gonna put julio jones there give me give me two three more years of julio jones best wide receiver in the league i don't care what you say antonio brown in his prime i don't care what you say about Devontae adams number one last year i don't care what you say about julio jones getting old he is the best wide receiver in the league he's been doing it year in year out top of the line that's who I want. Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Mike Williams, Decepticons. Who you got for your third? Man, I was really hoping you take one of the guys I was thinking about just to kind of make it easy on me. But I'm, I'm back and forth right now. I'm thinking either Odell Beckham or DeAndre Hopkins. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one. But I, th- I think I'm going to lean towards DeAndre Hopkins just because of the unknown with Odell Beckham on a new team and – you got Jarvis Landry over there on the other side. You don't really know how that's going to work out because Baker's already got the year of experience with Jarvis, so we don't know if he's going to kind of favor Jarvis more than OBJ. And plus, uh, Nuke last year, he didn't he didn't record a single drop. He had 115 catches and zero drops, and uh, that's, that's reliability right there. So I, I want that guy on my team. 
Ooh, zero drops. Wow, now that is definitely somebody that you want holding on to a little baby, a little, a little baby Tron. Holding on to a little baby Tron. Yeah. Maybe that, those zero drops, man, that's something special. That's the guy you want to take to uh, the fine china shop with you when you go shopping. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Hey, so tell us who you like. All right, are you with the Autobots or are you with the Decepticons? Decepticons, we got Julio Jones, Michael Thomas, Mike Williams. Are you with the Autobots? Devontae Adams, Nuke, and Babytron. Who do you have? The Autobots or the Decepticons? Go ahead, let us know. We're going to make a post on Facebook. Vote for it. Which side would you rather have? Maybe tell us what you would have for your three. Go ahead and get involved. Join the Fantasian Fantasy Football Facebook group. We got the website drop on May 28th. You'll be able to get the updates on the Facebook group. The podcast, go ahead and subscribe on your favorite platform. Go ahead and join the YouTube channel, Fantasian Football. We're rolling out the predicting the NFL Top 100 right now. Little spoiler, we got Adrian Peterson at 100. Go ahead and check it out to find out who was who came in at 99. And we got 97 coming up soon. Go ahead and get involved. Stay participating. We got a lot of things that we're going to be talking about. We're trying to roll it out 365 for you. We want you to be fans of players that you believe in. We want you to be fans of of what we're doing here because we believe we believe in the game that we are watching the players that we are watching and we will show that we will show you how to have that same passion and to enjoy the game of fantasy football so that it doesn't have to be all about competition all about listening to the experts like you be an expert believe in yourself we believe in you and we're excited for this new year that's coming up. Wyatt, you have anything to say about your boy Baby Tron to close out the show? You just got to trust in you guys. Kenny Galladay, he's a guy I drafted back whenever he was first coming out. I drafted him as a rookie, and I've, I've kind of stashed him on my team. I let him play whenever my guys had bye weeks, and he's kind of evolving into a, a starter in the NFL now where everybody can kind of trust him fantasy-wise. So really just believe in yourself and kind of believe in your own guys. You don't have to listen to these rankings. If you've got a gut feeling, trust it. That's what I did with Kenny Galladay, and I've, I've landed a diamond, and hopefully he, he keeps becoming better and better. Yes, you did, and I'm going to do what I can to get, get him from you in our league. Everybody, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and fan out because i got to figure out something to uh, take Kenny Galladay off his hands. Y'all have a great rest of your day. Baby Tron, do-do-do-do-do-do. Baby Tron, do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs>